Queensland. It's 19 minutes to 10. Hope you're having a nice Monday morning. Henry Bretz is my name. Nice to be starting the week with you. And right now, it is time to get mindful. I'll share a little quote with you that was uh, passed along by Dr Joe Lukens this morning. A pessimist sees a dark tunnel. An optimist sees a light at the end of the tunnel. A realist sees a freight train. And a train driver sees three idiots standing on the tracks. <laughs> and humans consistently do search for meaning to explain life events, don't we? trying to think a bit deeper about what's happening in our own lives. And it is how we often make sense and perceive control over our world. What then does it mean when our way of thinking follows a consistent pattern? And what do Eeyore and Tigger from Winnie the Pooh have to do with it? Dr Joe Lukens joins you to break all of this down for Mindful Monday. Dr Joe, happy Monday to you. Happy Monday, Henry. I love Winnie the Pooh. And before we get into it, give us some context. How, how consistent is human thinking? Well, it's very consistent. So I think probably all of us can reflect on this as, as we're talking about it, that when we're born, um, you know, we start to generate self-talk and, you know, we become aware of that from about four or five. And over time that we develop a pattern of thinking. So what we mean by that is, you know, we all woke up this morning to a, a fresh and brisk North Queensland morning, you know, and that self-talk would have been generated in our heads. So what we say to ourselves, what we know from psychology is that that matters. But what we also know is that we tend to follow consistent patterns in the way that we think and what we tell ourselves. Let's bring Tigger and Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh into this. How do they relate to this concept? Well, I'm a big fan of not explaining things in too complicated a way. I think the simpler it is, the easier it is for me to understand. And that's what I find when I'm talking to others as well. So the jargon words that we would use in psychology is that people have a positive or a negative explanatory style. But the other way to think about it is that some of us tend to think a little bit more like Tigger and others think a little bit more like Eeyore. So I think we probably all really understand what that means because we're all so familiar with those characters. So Eeyore being pessimistic and maybe not having the best outlook on life, Tigger maybe sometimes going too far the other way and being optimistic about and loving everything. Is one way of thinking better than the other? Well, certainly what we know from the science is it's generally helpful for us to be, if we think of it as occurring along a continuum, like you said, Tigger is the bouncy, bouncy, everything is good kind of way of thinking. And Eeyore is a bit more, you know, every silver lining has a cloud and it's a bit more down in the dumps. Um, we do know that the further you are up the Tigger end of the continuum, it generally is helpful for us in most of our behaviours and in most of our outlooks, you know, thinking about things. Because when we know when we're optimistic or Tiggerish, um, that we're generally quite hopeful in our thinking. We're generally a little bit more upbeat, a little bit more positive. And that there's good science to suggest that we tend to get better outcomes when we think in those ways more so than the kind of doom and gloom pathway. So is if we're someone who thinks I am a Tigger or an E or and that's how I've been for a long time, is that locked in? Is our way of thinking fixed for the rest of our lives or can we become more of an E or, or a Tigger? No, the good news is we can definitely change it. So because if you think about it, this is something that's developed over time and most humans actually start off, you know, regardless of where we might be placed today, but we, most of us started off at the Tiggerish end. And, and the reason that we know that is that in our early years, we learned to do a whole range of things. You know, we might have learned to walk, we might have learned to do, you know, cursive handwriting, we might have learned to bounce a basketball, say. Mm. And we were pretty terrible at all of those things when we first started. So it's perseverance, it's hope, it's optimism that helps us to develop those skills. Anything that we're good at, chances are, you know, we weren't that great at it to start with. So we know every expert was once a beginner. 
So the way that you think is something that can change over time. Now, the, the fine print around that is you have to want to make the change. So the good news for anyone who is a little more Eeyore-ish in their style and would like to think a little more optimistically, um, those changes can be made and it's, it's something that you can do through a bit of practice. Tell us a bit about that practice. How can we change the way we think if, as you say, we're a bit of an E or occasionally not as optimistic about life as we'd like to be? How can we start putting into effect those changes to get a bit of tigger in our lives? Yeah, a little bit of tigger doesn't go, doesn't go astray. A sprinkle um, of tigger. <laughs> yeah, the first thing that we want to do is we want to actually notice our self-talk. So what I mean by that is, you know, we might have something happen to us so... Um, we might make a mistake at work. Now, what will happen is we'll generate some self-talk around that. So if I said to myself, oh, I'm always doing silly things like that, I'm such a fool, you know, if that's what I say to myself, the starting point to flip that around is to notice that I said it in the first place because if we don't notice what's happening for us, we can never change it. And then there's a few different schools of thought around how best to do it, but one of them, uh, a technique that's called CBT or Cognitive Behavioural Theory, again, a bit more jargon, but essentially what that does is it it challenges us to examine the thoughts, you know. Yeah, I just made a mistake at work, but I'm sure most people who go to work today will make a mistake. And even though that moment might have been a bit silly, it doesn't make me a silly person. So it's kind of challenging that negativity in our thinking and bringing it back to either something that's a bit kinder, but certainly something that's a bit more realistic for us. And, and those sorts of ways of examining our thinking can be really helpful for us um, getting a bit closer up that tigger line. Dr. Joe Lukens, I know you've done work on this topic in regards to athlete injury. Do you mind sharing with us a bit about how these concepts can relate to an athlete who might have hurt themselves and finds themselves out of the game for a bit? Yeah, so certainly we know any athlete can be prone to injury. Um, and this was something I looked at a couple of years ago, and I guess it will make sense to a lot of people as they hear it. But, you know, if someone incurs an injury... Um, they then obviously need to go through a rehabilitation process. Now, the way you think about that actually has an impact on the outcome. So if I approach my injury in a more optimistic way, which might be along the way, you know, I'll make up the thinking, but it might be, I know that I can get better from this. You know, if I follow the treatment, then I'm sure it will go well. At least this is something that I can do while I'm injured. So it's not about not being disappointed because we're injured, because of course that's a normal human response. But if I tell myself it's terrible, if I tell myself it's awful, if I tell myself this is just the worst thing that could ever happen to me, it's probably a bit unrealistic and it's very pessimistic. So what I found in the research that I did, and it's consistent with the work I've done with athletes over the years, is it's certainly helpful to have a more hopeful and optimistic uh, outlook when we're managing ourselves through life's challenges and injury is certainly one of those things. I should have spoken to you about this when I came off that e-scooter and broke my elbow and wrist. I, could have, uh, I think there were definitely some times where I was being a bit of an Eeyore about all of that. So, <laughs> bit... yeah, and, and that's a challenge, isn't it? Because when you can't change the circumstances, all you can do is change the way you think about it. And sometimes that's the most helpful thing for us to do. Well, Dr. Joe Lukens for Mindful Monday, thank you very much for taking us into the more philosophical and psychological side of Winnie the Pooh. We don't do it enough. So I do appreciate chatting to you and we'll talk to you next Monday. Sounds great, Henry. Talk to you then. Oh.